Good morning and welcome to the Free to Be Show. Today, I'm excited to bring a topic to you that is super close to my heart. I often talk about um, being safe in your body. And so I'm going to take that to a new level today. Um, there, you know, the world's on fire. There's a lot of things going on right now. There's a lot of indigenous people who are suffering. And, and I do want to acknowledge that today is Indigenous Peoples Day and the United States, it's Native American Heritage Month. I personally am, um, at least my two grandmothers <laughs> um, are from two different indigenous tribes here in the United States. And so I wanna acknowledge that one thing that indigenous people are struggling with are just the inability to make regular human choices. And so today, as we talk about feeling safe in your body, right, from your comfortable place in your nice house um, with electricity <laughs> and plumbing that works, um, I'm going to liken how your situation isn't really much different than an indigenous person who doesn't have all the amenities that you live with because you don't feel safe in your body. So um, stay with me and right after the intro, we'll get into reflections on feeling safe in your body. You are a blooming flower only if you could open your heart to the possibilities of you. Welcome to the Free to Be Show. Here we have conversations to free your heart, mind, and soul. I am your host, Cordelia Gaffar, the ultimate joy goddess and the possibility of joy within you. I guide women who look powerful on the outside, yet feel voiceless on the inside to be replenished and aligned are you ready for the sacred experience of you are you ready for your soul's medicine i call that for mind alignment which recalibrates your body wisdom from your lotus up to your stomach up to your heart and completes your full transformation in your mind move and explore your lotus mind feed and nourish your stomach mind acknowledge and accept your heart mind transcend your logical mind with sleep be free to be using ancient body wisdom in conversation in community and in practice be free to be So I'm excited to really dive into this topic. In fact, I'm partially going to be reading you an article that I've written on this topic. Um, and I am inviting you to share. Uh, those of you who are watching live, thank you for joining. Um, please share this with others so that we can have an interactive conversation here. Um, 
So today, like I said in the beginning, is Indigenous Peoples Day. And it is from this perspective that I introduced the idea of feeling safe in your body. So I'm going to begin um, just sharing some thoughts that I've collected over the past couple of weeks as I've been observing the world and in conversation with people. So today is the perfect day to explore feeling safe in your body because indigenous people have been and currently are being stripped of their humanity. Food supply is being controlled, health facilities destroyed, and basic human choices obliterated. Acknowledge the existence of indigenous populations in your country and the land they preserve so that you have a country. Acknowledge the existence of indigenous populations worldwide. There are indigenous people in other countries like Australia, right? They have Aborigines, Congo, Cameroon, Yemen, Palestine, and many other countries where there's mass genocide happening. And aside, above and beyond that, indigenous girls as young as 11 are having to take birth control so that they delay their periods due to lack of sanitary supplies. And sometimes their periods just stop um, because of the stress and the daily um, living or unlivable living situations that they're in. And mothers are miscarrying for the same reason. And yes, you may not resonate with that level of insecurity in your body. It may be something simple like body dysmorphia, you know, where you think that your body um, looks horrendous and actually your body's just fine. What I'm describing is a form of psychological slavery, <clears throat> which subliminally causes you to look the other way because you don't feel safe in your body. Therefore, you're unsure or afraid to protect the rights of others. Throughout this discussion that I'm having today, I'm gonna intertwine the connections between you and indigenous women. And as you're listening, think about how you feel in your body and, and, and how you're honoring the sanctity of your desires. So, you know, like I said, in a lot of my recent conversations, events and ongoing research, I see more and more how internalized women's pain is. And the words that came up for me were self-forgiveness, your lotus verse, which is a word that I created, and the ceasefire within. So the way I see it is I'm imagining slowly pieces that are reconfiguring into an embodiment puzzle, right? Because my perspective is that women are disembodied. They don't, um, they're all in their brain mind, right? Because I talk about the four mind alignment. 
and they're not allowing their body wisdom to run the show. And so your experiences are your experiences and they are for you. So give yourself grace and self-forgiveness. And that self-forgiveness begins with acknowledging, right? You have to acknowledge the that over the centuries, as lands have been occupied and colonized and people have been displaced, one of the ways that psychological safety has been endangered is by weaponizing sex. And in order for that scenario to uh, live, the narrative that women must believe is that their bodies must be objectified. Little girls are being told that sex is only for marriage and for procreation. And that's the beginning of the enculturation of you are an object and this is what you're good for. That is what we're seeing reinforced with legislation in the United States determining what gynecological services are available to women. And similarly, girls are approaching, who are approaching puberty in countries without access to feminine sanitary products are effectively told that their bod- bodily functions are insignificant. Somewhere within you, you're asking, why must I validate my existence? And why are there laws about my sexuality that are outside of my control? It seems unconscionable in the 21st century, right? And it is, and it is also what keeps women enslaved. The slavery is psychological. So the reclamation of women's collective sovereignty begins with denying the enculturation of female insignificance. Slow down and see the institutional constructs embedded in our society. Women are considered unprofessional when they express their emotions dismissed for following their intuition and shame for owning their sexuality as a spiritual practice. So what is a human who denies her emotions, abandons her intuition and ashamed to be self-expressive, but a slave? And I'm offering that you free yourself to be Anxiety and and depression is the result of your normalized survival mode. And yes, you are in survival mode. The daily grind of maintaining the family schedule, care of elderly parents, food prep while maintaining your career has you in survival mode. And the truth is your body really wants answers. It's crying out to you through the weakness in your knees and the pain in your joints which you're told you can easily just remedy by getting surgery or a prescription. And the true answer to your normalized and ignored pain is standing in your truth in every moment. And one of the ways that you can do that is by being a stand within yourself, right? but you don't feel safe in your body, so you stay mute. 
your mouth shut, your jawline clenched, which even tightens that feeling in your hips, right? And, and eventually you're just numb. And then you get all these messaging, right, on social media. You're an imposter or you're not good enough, right? And all that does, it, that inflames the body. Just to make it a little bit more real to you. So in Dr. Northrop's book, Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, she details how years of resentment and frustration builds up in your joints and can create a plethora of conditions, including but not limited to rheumatoid arthritis, right? Adrenal failure, thyroid issues, fibromyalgia, different forms of cancer, uh, cystic fibrosis, and diabetes, and heart problems, and the list goes on. And the list of things are observable evidence of what, what it looks like, what it feels like not to be safe in your body. So let that sink in for a minute. We are told consistently that as you age, these things are going to happen. And it's just your body breaking down. But these things don't have to happen. And your body doesn't have to break down. We can change the collective consciousness, beginning with the way that we speak to ourselves and the treatment that we talk from people and the treatment that we allow our sisters in humanity to live with. So, you know, I, I have to also say that it's, it's not just the progression of time and living through these experiences. The, the, these things actually begin at conception, right? Because it's a cycle. The sex that your parents had that created you, whatever your mom was suffering from your father or whatever your father was suffering from the world, all that went into your conception. And so the very fiber of your being has already been disembodied, that energetic disembodiment in the making of you. So what this may look like in a child, for example, you know, we are, some of the narratives that were sold are like, girls are not good in math. Fun fact. The part of the brain that helps you to understand mathematical concepts are the same part of the brain that help you to self-express. And so it's not that girls are not good at math. It's just that if you're being suppressed from the time you're in the womb and your brain will, that part of the brain will develop slower, right? And I mean, ultimately, by the age of 16, all children, male, female, whatever, usually get basic math concepts. 
but they won't reach the girls sometimes don't reach these milestones because of trauma responses. And so this is something that um, shows up academically. Again, that it's just, oh, it's because girls are not good in math. And so these, these social constructs and, and institutionalized misogyny that we just dismiss and we say, oh, that's the way the world is, is not the way it has to be. We don't have to accept those things. And this is why I'm calling you to really understand the depth of the, um, the ripple effect of not feeling safe in your body. It shows up academically, it shows up um, in your health, it shows up in your ability to um, deal with stress and, and it's within your control to change it, right? So let's talk about the journey back to safety. How do you get to feel safe in your body? I say it begins with self-forgiveness, right? Forget about everybody else. There's some re records in your brain that are repeating. And they're not yours. They're not your words. Give yourself grace for believing those words that you never created, that you never believed. And when you go back to the source, it's your turn to dismiss those words. And build yourself back up daily. You know, I talk about sweet talk. And this is, this is something that I actually use on a regular basis. You know, self-mastery is a daily practice of being a student of yourself. So anytime, for example, I have a derogatory thought about myself, like why am I calling myself the ultimate joy goddess, right? I'm having a bad day or I can't deal with stress today or then I stop and I look at the truth of the situation. I call myself the ultimate joy goddess because I'm committed to my joy in every moment of my life. In this moment, if I'm not feeling joy, I have a choice in that. I can give myself grace. What embodiment practice must I implement to bring myself back to joy? And with those questions, I begin again. You see, this is the most simple process of self-forgiveness is to begin again in that moment of now, because there's only here, and there's only now. So begin there. And this will give you the permission to love the skin that you're in. So what is this talk about your lotus verse and the ceasefire within? So your lotus verse, I love that word. I love to create words because it's a form of play for me and 
it helps me to love the skin I'm in. So I'm offering to you today to use the word lotus verse to describe your female genitalia, your hips, your buttocks, and your, your thighs, your sexy parts. It's your lotus verse. And use that word. It's such a delicious word. It's so beautiful. It, you know, it's, it smells good. It feels good, right? And with the word lotus verse, you get to acknowledge that you live in a body, that you have the possibility of experiencing pleasurable sensation in your body. And the pleasurable sensation can be simply rubbing your tongue behind your teeth or tasting your food, actually allowing yourself to taste your food. How often do you just throw food in your mouth, bite three times and swallow? Do you ever stop and take small bites, honoring the size of your mouth? We don't have huge mouths, right? Take a small bite and allow your teeth, right, to do their work. We have grinders, we have teeth in the front that are not meant to chew too much. It just takes the initial bite. Then we have these ones back here that really, I guess they're actually called molars, but you, you get to grind your food finely down. And then there's saliva in your mouth that breaks it down further so that it can comfortably go down your throat. And when it goes down your throat into your esophagus, there's some other juices and enzymes that meet it in your digestive tract and in your stomach. And your stomach takes over and it breaks it down even further so that it can go into the other parts of your intestines and finally take out the nutrients that your body needs and extract the stuff, the excrement that your body doesn't need, right? And those go in your excretory system. And these sensations you have access to feel every time you eat, but do you? Bypassing the sensation of enjoying a meal is a sign of not feeling safe in your body. It's the skip ahead or the stay behind that keeps you in that mode of anxiety and depression. So the next time you put something in your mouth, just stop and feel the sensations in your mouth. Taste the food. Feel the saliva enter into this, the, the whole situation, right? And so this is the meaning of being multi-orgasmic for everybody that thinks that I've lost my mind and I'm talking about, you know, uh, sex openly. Being multi-orgasmic has nothing to do with sex for the most part. It mostly has to do with sensations in the body and being completely spiritually aligned in your four minds. And when you're aligned in your four minds, you feel safe in your body. And when you feel safe in your body, then your eyes can open to see the humanity of others 
and properly and completely advocate for their safety too. Perhaps beginning with not allowing wars, not allowing policies that weaponize women's bodies against them by speaking up against in genocide and injustices against women. And that's why it matters to be multi-orgasmic. That's why it matters to feel safe in your body. So in summary, physical safety begins with the things you say to yourself because that how you speak to yourself is the same way that you allow others to speak to you. The way you treat yourself is the same way that you allow others to treat you. So the measure of how you support yourself is the measure of how, how much capacity you have for others. If you dismiss and diminish your needs, you will expect the same for others. You'll see this sometimes with parents, right? With mothers. You tell your kids to suck it up. Do you like sucking it up? Is that the life that you want your daughter to live? You want her to suck it up? And here's another example for you. For all the displaced women and girls in the world, whether from occupation or human trafficking, which one usually feeds the other, right? The situation in Syria where girls were married off or human trafficked for their safety because they were displaced because of war. And millions still suffer because women are not a stand for themselves. We don't feel safe in our bodies. So the day you begin the ceasefire on your own soul, you'll desire for your sisters and humanity what you desire for yourself. So yes, I'm connecting major dots to your level of physical safety. And that is how you're contributing to the collective consciousness that it's okay for women to be unsafe. So listen and re-listen to this episode and examine whether or not you're free in your body and you feel safe in it. And as always, my invitation and offer to you is to be free. Until next week. Thank you for being present for the Free to Be Show with the possibility of joy within you. Now go into the oceans of your mind and integrate and stimulate the body wisdom within you today. Create the remainder of your day differently. Be a stand for who you be. Experiment with using your voice. And if you require a soft place to land in community, 
connect with me at theultimatejoygoddess.com. Together we will explore the joy within you. Until next week, be free.